the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867. That's the number to call to be a part of the show where you can Calvin's come. Calvin's back. What? Calvin's back. Calvin's back. He was here yesterday. You didn't notice? <laughs> he, <got him> around. <laughs> he was quiet. Um, 210-308-8867. He was our roving reporter. He was our roving reporter. He was our traffic reporter. <laughs> um, the, 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 the 1604 is... Had a wreck on the one going west. But uh, anyway. All right. And Trace is with us. You sure you don't want a chair? All right. Okay, but do you want a sweet potato cookie? Remember we were talking about these yesterday? Uh, Yes, I have to. Uh, Oh, did you? Okay. So I made these. These are off off a recipe off the Internet. That's sweet potatoes. It's uh, oats, uh, stevia. We're going to see if it spikes Jerry's blood, sugar. (laughs) <laughs> if Jerry goes quiet during the show, but there's no, there's no sugar added. It's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Okay, I'll, I'll go for that. But I'm getting Fig Newton oh, consistency. Okay. <laughs> it's got a little, um, oh, what, uh, b- 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 peanut butter. So it's peanut butter, too, which is good. We're going to try it with some flour, like some almond flour, because we're still trying to stick away, stay away from stuff. But That's good. It's not bad. All right. We so, got so, gentlemen, y'all need to thank uh, Milton because I told him to set y'all up outside this yeah. morning. And he said, nope, I'm not going to do that to him. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Calvin, Calvin would have gone out. He, he protects he, the, he, 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 call, he called me a wimp. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, he, Milton protects the talent. That's, <laughs> that's the only time I get to call myself talent. You know, the interesting thing is you're talking about the weather. So Thanksgiving Day, you're closed. We could do the show easily Thanksgiving Day. The high is 70. Oh, it's quite goodness. a difference from today, yeah. <laughs> and then actually Saturday the high near, is near 70 again. So, But you're closed Thanksgiving. We are. And, but open up the day after. We are. You got any exciting Black Friday deals? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> but you will have deals. You have deals. Always have deals. Oh, yeah. Man. You know, that big old pot that you've got is really kind of interesting. Are you looking at the big, big one? I'm looking at the big, big one, the 30-inch. Is yeah, that what that is? That's what that, is yeah. that thing is huge. It is. That is about the size of what I see on the streets of San Antonio when I go downtown. It's almost. Yeah. It almost. It's very close. Uh, well, tell me what it is, and then we'll kind of because I have an idea for one. So it's a heavy rim pot, right? Italian, and uh, they're regularly like four hundred dollars, and we have them at seventy-five percent off. So Jerry, you want to do the math? Uh, oh, we got about, we have about fifty of them. So okay. 
Yeah, and they they look good. I was thinking there's a person in our neighborhood that took their mailbox and they put a big old pot like that out there and they put the stand in it and so it's and then they planted flowers all around it. Oh. I thought they put concrete in it. No, no, no. I think this it's is It's already heavy. Yeah, it? I think it the idea is this is already heavy. They don't have to do anything. Now, one of the one of the problems with that Yeah. is that uh, if it's like our neighborhood uh, Cars have a tendency to run into the mailbox. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'd be a little more worried about the drainage issue. Oh, okay. They don't have holes in the bottom? Well, it has, but if you put a mailbox in there with cement holding the mailbox, oh, then there's now no he, longer he a hole. I was cement. hoping not to put the cement. Oh. Do you think that'll work? Um, I have never put in a mailbox post before. Do you, uh, do you, do you have to do cement? I think if you want it to keep staying up. Uh, then the answer is yes. Oh, we had someone drive through our neighborhood. You could always break the bottom off of one and, and sink it partially into the ground and be all right. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Well, actually, they have the post. Then you're back to your drainage thing. But they have the post. The post would probably go through the hole in the bottom. I don't know how big it was. I'll have to see. We had someone come through our neighborhood who decided that hitting mailboxes with bats was going to be fun. <laughs> our poor mailbox got pretty beat up. So I, I'll talk to you afterwards. I'll tell you what to do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, whoever put the mailbox in so many years ago, they did a great job because <laughs> it is impossible to get it out. And and the uh, I can't get the little screws out. So anyway, if if you know how to fix a mailbox, you can call us. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You remember my mother in law ran over my mailbox, right? Oh, that's right. Twice. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm pretty familiar with fixing mailboxes. Okay. <laughs> I, I will ask you after this. Uh, Am I plugged in, Milton? You are plugged in. You're plugged in good and tight. Uh-oh. Are you not hearing you? Uh-oh. Okay. I wondered uh, why you were being so oh, quiet. Oh, there I went. Oh, good. Okay. So I got it? Got a little better? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, and, oh, I'll ask you, too. Okay. I'll get everybody's opinion. So my wife found this on Reddit, and she wants to know if we want to talk about it. Well, phrasing it that way, Jerry's going to say no. (laughs) Potatoes produce fruit. (laughs) Okay, since you can't see it, uh, poor Trace is like wrinkling his brow, giving it a look like, what the? Uh, Yeah. WTH. Yeah. (laughs) And then Jerry's here, and Jerry says yes. Oh, oh, that's okay. That's all right. I can't get it over there. Milton. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're hooked in. Okay, right, hooked we'll, we'll let <laughs> they, they've the seen the picture. Okay, all right. they've well, seen the picture. But well, yeah, they they apparently they will produce little seed pods or something well, occasionally. Well, we've got to uh, specify that that's Irish potato. Okay. So uh, it makes sense that they bloom, and if they bloom, they got to do something. There you go. And uh, but, the, but what, does that make whatever's under the ground since it's bloom? Is it no? It doesn't change that. No. Okay. Um, the of course, we 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 talked about the color of the bloom is the color of the potato. Oh, really? Like if you have red blooms on an Irish potato, there the potatoes are red. Interesting. Uh, a red like like a Pontiac and those types. If the if the bloom is white, they're white potatoes like uh, Kennebec and uh, some of those. So, so what, what color is uh, Yukon gold? 
I guess it's gold. Okay. Is it a yellow? Okay. Just, just uh, yellow. Maybe yellow. So can I take my Yukon gold? So this is neat. I wish you could see the picture. Yeah. I could put it up to the microphone, but you'd probably you'd have to get really, really close to your radio <laughs> to see it. But uh, it looks like a cluster of tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. They just haven't reddened yet. It's in the same family But I don't tomatoes. think that's easy. To, I, I was trying to remember last 10 years on potatoes. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever? Um, I've I've seen them before, but yeah. not, not oh good not in our garden. Did you uh, see up up north? Huh? Up where are you from? Up north, it seemed like yeah. Oh yeah. Let's see, see if they say where they're from. The, the cool uh, the cool weather has to uh, coincide with the bloom for them to set fruit. <laughs> uh, if you look at. Uh, some of the old, and you may be able to find it on uh, a plant answers. Uh, oh, really? In, in an old, in an old uh, uh, question and answer segment, because uh, that that used to be fairly common in the San Antonio area, but in the last thirty years, I've not seen it. We used to get a lot of calls. What did they used to advertise on the back of magazines? It was a potato fruit. Yeah, it was. Or was it tomato? It was a hybrid, wasn't it? You could grow tomatoes on your potato. Tomato. Well, you can do that. They're related. Yeah. But uh, that way, you have not good fruit on either one. Oh, okay. But uh, that that they do make fruit. What should I look for on you the plant answers? <laughs> you were saying uh, potatoes, and I was, for some reason, thinking sweet potatoes. Yeah. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes only have fruit in short, short days. Why don't you grow potatoes with that produce fruit on the roots? Well, these may Stand. produce. Maybe these produce fruit up above and below. No. Oh, it's one or the other? The, they have, uh, they produce t- tomato seed fruit like so the top thing is not really a potato it's it's a seed pod thank you that's what they said and that's what someone else said i'll I'll read you what their answer was my next question is is it still edible no it says don't eat it potato berries only slightly toxic basically the seed pod don't eat them they are slightly toxic so we feed it (laughs) so you'll slightly eat anything you'll slightly get sick as far as I know, the, you don't have to remove them to encourage the potatoes to grow. That's right. They'll, yeah. they'll have potatoes regardless of the, yeah. that fruit. This but, is cool. So, But we don't have, we'll, we'll not have that maybe once every 30 years. But is, this, is it a sign that they should have dug the, the potatoes up sooner? No. No? It's just, it's just you know, because. The shot in the dark, Mill. Yeah, no, it's okay. A lot, a lot of times we recommend. Uh, uh, harvesting some bee-sized tomatoes, or I mean potatoes, uh, which we call new potatoes, uh, when the plant blooms, they've got new potatoes available. But uh, I like that, to, I kind of consider every potato we produce in this <laughs> climate as a new that's potato. That's true. That's true. And they don't store as well as. Uh-uh. They do other situations. They don't store well because I eat them all. Mm. Put that butter on there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Let, let them swim in, in that butter melt. And see them mm-hmm. come across. Bacon and sour cream. Yeah, yeah, there you go. No <laughs> chives? No cheese. Cheese, okay. Yeah, you could do that too. Yeah. But they taste, they have a different flavor than the mature 
potatoes. Oh, they're, really? They're they're denture. I like all to say it's denture. Well, surely you've had. New did potatoes. I hear the potato? Yeah. Did I hear yeah. the potato story from one of y'all? What was the potato Some, story? Something about a king in England or Europe. No. Uh-uh. Uh uh. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, something to the effect of the people were starving and the only thing around was potatoes. And the uh, the king finally planted some on his side so that the people would say, he's eating them, I'm going to oh. go eat them. They jumped the fence and steal them at night. That way his, uh, his uh, subjects wouldn't uh, starve to death. Oh, okay. Huh. So they stole his potatoes on, on So purpose. he created the, uh, the potatoes for them to steal, huh? Yes. That's interesting. He set it up for All right, the Dennis, potato we want to, family. We'll get, coll- get, a, get his collaboration <laughs> on that, Dennis, and potato berries. Yeah, they... Uh, uh, I've told you all about the berries that you need to know. Okay, Dennis, apparently they're, there's they're, no more information. They're, they're, they're tomato fruit. They look like tomato fruit. All right. When you caught them, in other words, the seed looked like that. And uh, they seldom do that in Texas, produce okay. fruit. I was thinking tomatillo. They look kind of like a tomatillo. Oh, yeah, yeah. it does kind of look like a tomatillo. Yeah, yeah. Well, Trace, what's going on here at the nursery? It's a Sunday, so is there... Is this a typical Sunday where you put your facts in and you can tell us that there's something's coming, but you can't tell us what it is? Uh, no. Oh, okay. It's pretty much set in stone. It's uh, okay. cri- Christmas, Christmas, yeah, Chris- Christmas, and a little bit of color. Okay. Yeah, Jerry. Well, did you yeah, notice you the fragrance when you came? Uh-uh. Oh, I did. I don't smell as good as I oh, used to. Oh, yeah. I, that? Got, I guess I parked in the back. Yeah. Oh, That's okay. Yeah, yeah. So the trees? Yeah. I, I can't smell it anymore. After the first day, it, uh, it just kind of... I, I can smell it the first day, but after that, it's yeah, just... It's and y'all were busy after we left. A eh, little bit. Yeah, a little bit is right. There's lots more so trees. Church just let out must have been because uh, we've oh. we got some people coming in now. Yeah. Yeah. But you want That fragrance is, it was, is wonderful. Yeah, it is. You want to brag on the trees a little bit? What makes Millburgers trees are, different? They are really, really nice. My daughter, yeah. my daughter even came and picked out a Nordman yesterday and said, a this, Nordman. Is, this is the best they've ever looked. Wow. Really? She's tough. I don't know if that's true, but it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, are, they do look pretty good. They, they always look the same and wonderful to me from, <laughs> that, you know, not like in the old days where you could spend an hour going through the, the yeah, stand of trees to find <laughs> the best, best one. one. Yeah. I, li- yeah. I like people. Here, I watch, like to watch customers here pick out a tree with the family. And they go around and around, and then they look at all the trees and then usually come back to the first one. Very, <laughs> f- very first one that they all stop <laughs> to look Is at. Is that right? Yeah. Sometimes they're almost disappointed it's a, it's a good that there isn't much difference. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, they all look wonderful. I, I've decided when I'm an old man, but. Someday I'll be even older. I won't even come in and look at a Christmas tree. I'll just pull up the parking lot and say, hey, bring me a 78 Fraser fir. And <laughs> All right. Just trust them? Yeah. You really can, especially here. Oh, you know, yeah. Here is because they all look good. They all do. <laughs> and Fraser fir is what we've always had, so my, that's yeah. what, all right, that's what, what we'll still get. Is that what you'll get for your house? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and your daughter is going with Nordman. She's already gone with Nordman. Okay. And it's already decorated. Oh, my goodness. She was quick. She yep. didn't waste any time. Not at all. Uh, they, they were supposed to go fishing yesterday. Yeah. Oh, they, they talked themselves right out of that. Yeah, yeah that good. would have been miserable. That's smart. Was Nordman, uh, did she choose Nordman for the Nordman reasons? She picked Nordman because that's what she got last year and the year okay. before and the year before. So she just likes the look of it. the year it. before, yeah. Okay. But why would someone else choose Nordman? Because it's hypoallergenic. Yes. 
And she did send me a picture after she stood it up, and it was literally a quarter inch away from her ceiling. Oh, wow. my gosh. So we, we used to make fun of my wife because we had a green stripe on our ceiling for every year <laughs> we'd been married <laughs> because she always wanted a tree that was six inches to a foot taller oh, than our funny. ceiling, but she would never believe me. So I'd, have to, I'd have to stand it up, we'd get a green stripe, and then I'd get to cut the top. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. So what is your advice how do, how do you know how tall your ceilings are? Do people just know that? Average ceiling is eight, but there's uh, so many yeah. vaulted ceilings, and so it yeah. really depends on where you put it. So you, uh, my suggestion is measure it. Okay, just take a tape measure. And, mm-hmm. All right, cool. <laughs> well, like so many other folks are doing today, you can come on by Melberger. Somebody will help you. They'll. What if I have to load it in the car or the truck? We'll do it for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, but you have to... D- like uh, like your buddy, uh, <laughs> you got to remember to uh, put the garage door. Yes, down. Take it off before you drive. Take into it the off garage. before you drive into the garage. Yes. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, that was poor Baron. Baron. Yeah. Now <laughs> it's become Baron a Christmas it's become a lovely story. Christmas story at his house. That <laughs> you remember as, the year I did? As the rebar hit the garage door, and <laughs> then, then, it, then it dawned on him. Right. Yes, I think that's <laughs> the point that. He figured it out. And Baron doesn't say it curse does tell, words or anything. No, it tells you how tough but, that rebar is. But I bet he was, did that day. He might have. Uh, <laughs> he might have said some choice so, you words. You know, that, that's one of those situations, whether you go backward or forward. Yeah, you're stuck at that point. You're stuck at that point. You are, I, don't, you, I don't tease him because I've been known have you done once or twice to run into the, the gate, you know, the, the gate if you get caught up you know yeah. telling the dog to wait there and, uh. and you and then you go back up and then the gate is automatically shut so, oh, i've done that a few times i always get a chuckle about the people that want us to tie through their windows oh yeah uh, how are they going to get how out they're going to get out <laughs> yeah you 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 make that mistake once i have made that mistake I, too i i just it was, seems like such a great idea i used to make suggestions and now i just stop because they don't yeah Mine was more wrap it all up. Everybody's happy. Oh yeah, that's great. And then you go and try to open the door. Uh, oh, oops! This is the a good worst. One. Is if you're inside. Maybe. Yes, I know. I can. I can In, figure. Inside getting out is much kind of trap there. Hope you have something to cut the, uh, right? the string with. Do y'all have you? Do y'all put the uh, Christmas trees on top of the car? Yes, we will do it. With a, we will do it with a smile. Although we do have signs up that said we're not responsible for oh. yes. <laughs> any damage if it goes on top. Well, you know, this is the the home of uh, care of the mattresses. Transport your mattresses on top of the car. So the key is tying off to fixed points, <laughs> and most people don't realize that. So you know, some some people have the the fake little tops on the yeah, yeah. with the rails. We can't just tie to that because it'll slide right back with it. So you gotta, oh. you got to find a fixed point. So uh, our practice vehicle yesterday was Peter's car. Oh, uh-huh. so it had nothing. So he had, they tied to the visor because that's a fixed point. Oh, no problem. They tied to the I don't know what to call them. Um, the handles that you, you grab when oh. the driver's yeah. Not, they oh, have a they, yeah. they have a yeah. bad name. Yeah, that handle. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's always a way to tie it, but it needs to be at least two fixed points. Otherwise, that tree will slide around and hope, <laughs> still hopefully make it to your house. But we, yeah, don't, we don't want to slide s- around. Especially if you're on the highway. Oh, I think it also cracked his windshield, by the way. The, uh, the rebar did. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. You know, you, you can't just put the windows down and have some guys uh, 
Hold it. On hold the, it out the window. You should try that, Jerry. That's what we do yeah. with mattresses and plywood here. We, oui, huh? <laughs> yeah, you get a get a little uh, a <laughs> little bit of wind uh, yeah. and coming oh, at you. That plywood, I thought it was a wing. This is <laughs> Texas. We've got pickup trucks. Yeah, yeah. well, that's true. But so, some some uh, some do, some don't. Yeah. So I I actually when I buy my plywood, I have them cut it into sizes that will f- that I'm going to use. Okay. That fit inside my forerunner. Oh, oh, okay. Very smart. All right. Uh, let's uh, take a quick break, and uh, we'll try to reach out to someone about uh, onions in just a second and see if we can reach them. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, 210-308-8867. More right after this from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on AM, The Answer. She was a gob, gob, gobbling baby, a new kind of bird from the West. She'll make wonderful gravy. If you're not careful, it's on your breast. She ate 29 bushels of corn since the 29 weeks she was born. And she welcome back to Melbourne's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Got a special guest we're going to go to in just a second. But I want to tell you about the tree hugger sprinklers. Actually make a great gift for the gardener in your world. It's very versatile, but really, right now, it's biggest. Uh, it's the biggest uh, tool you've got in your arsenal yeah. to help you if you've got a recently planted tree, uh, keeping it healthy by keeping the root ball moist. Uh, and we uh, talked to both Jerry and Trace. And they were saying anywhere from 80 to 95% of the fails for um, uh, newly planted trees are due to letting them go dry. So don't let that happen. The tree hugger sprinkler has hard plastic, has a little has a uh, hinge on it, so you open it up. Thank you. And then you wrap it around the tree or hug it, and then you close it around it. And then you turn it on just a little bit or a lot because it can water the root ball or far away from the root ball, too, uh, with its system. So it's the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award. You'll find it right here uh, at Millburgers, and it's also at HEB. So check out the Tree Hugger Sprinkler, a great Christmas gift. 210-308-8867. Hey, um, we got Bruce Frazier on the line. You want to introduce Bruce? No. Okay. Here's Bruce. Uh, Bruce is, who is Bruce with? <laughs> Uh, Dixondale Farm. Okay. And you were bragging on them yesterday. Yeah, he and his lovely wife uh, have taken over Dixondale Farms and catapulted it into <laughs> into uh, a very successful mail-order mm-hmm. operation. It used to be a commercial operation. They shipped uh, train car loads of uh, onion <coughs> transplants. All over the country. Good, good enough to shed a tear. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, like uh, that. I like that. <laughs> well, hi, Bruce. How are you? I'm super. Thank you. So we have some some specific questions, but Millburgers is selling uh, onions here. We are now promoting it. We've got the uh, – do you want a chair? I'll get you a chair. No, I'm good. <sighs> okay, we've got, you know, the 1015Y, Texas Legend, White Bermuda, Red Creole, Southern Bell Red, Yellow Granix, Early – Tech or Texas early white. Right. So talk a little bit about best practices, or you can talk about some of these varieties if you uh, have some information. But you know, just kind of, and then we're going to ask you a question about tomato—not uh, tomatoes, but onions <laughs> that may have come into our lives through another source. Jerry may have hinted that on the phone. But um, <laughs> where do you want to start, Bruce? You want to start with best practices? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, 
the most important thing is to pick the proper variety for your area. So onions grow the top, and then based on day length hours and heat units, they quit forming the top, and then they transfer the carbohydrates that are stored in the leaves down to the rings of onions. Each leaf is a ring onion, so the more leaves you have, the more rings you have, the bigger the onion you have, the bigger the leaf, the bigger the onion. So here in the south, we need to plant short day varieties, which are the varieties that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, and they mature when the day length hours reach 10 to 12 hours. Intermediate day varieties are in the 12 to 14, which are more inclined from the Midwest, say from uh, Dallas uh, northward. And long day varieties are in the 14 to 16 hours, which are planted in the far north. If you plant a long day variety like that needs 16 hours here in south, you'll never make a bowl because it'll just keep making top and top, and it never gets the day length hours to trigger the transfer of the carbohydrates down to the bowl. If you plant a short day variety in the north, by the time you can plant it, it doesn't have very long a time to grow much top, so it will transfer the carbohydrates, but it's going to make, uh, you know, a ping pong ball or a, uh, you know, a golf ball. It's not going to be very large. Uh, so planting the right variety is and is the most is the most important thing. And then second thing comes with planting at the right time. The earlier you plant. So you have a longer period of time between transplanting and the bulbing process, the more chance you have to produce more leaves. Generally speaking, an onion produces a leaf about every two to three weeks. Hmm. Did, did the freeze uh, do uh, last year? I don't guess you'd planted anything by then, but uh, so well, did it do well, you any harm? <laughs> well, the, the big one, I mean, it was, uh, yeah. we got down to 10 degrees, but fortunately, we, Jerry, we got four inches of snow and oh, it insulated yeah. them. Wow. And, That's unusual uh, for Korea's springs. Yes, it was very unusual, but you know, <laughs> I mean, like I say, I haven't been farming for 40 years. I've been farming one year at a time, 40 times, so that was, <laughs> that, that, that that was probably our third occurrence where we had really cold enough temperatures, dangerous to for us to lose our crop and uh, yeah. prepare less to get through it. Well, that's good. Congratulations. Are there, are there any new varieties of onions that we should be expecting to come onto the market soon? You know, it. Uh, you know that. Texas Legend probably was the newest variety that we introduced a few years ago. And, you know, one of the challenges we face is just seed companies wanting to maintain a certain variety. So what we're doing is we're actually going out and, and producing our own seed of varieties that seed companies don't want to produce anymore. And quite honestly, Texas Legend is one of those. So we're hmm. going to be producing our own seed stock. Uh, and, and the, you know, the we main can, main we, one of those that y'all saved is the famous 1015. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, it, it was interesting. One time, you know, it takes two years to produce seed. And 
one year they had the complete seed failure quit producing tens of teens and so we took the seed down to south africa and produced the bulbs and then we brought the bulbs up from south africa and transplanted them here in the united states so we could get seed in one year there you go y'all are serious about your onions <laughs> they are that's why they're the number one in america yeah yeah we grow about 800 million onion plants a year so, wow uh, <laughs> He yeah. counts those. Yeah, so it, he counts every yeah. one of those? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's our, uh, 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 it, at least we, we plant about uh, actually over a billion seeds, um, but uh, we figure that we only get about 80% of them. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, a lot of people don't realize how expensive, especially if you're growing your own seed, uh, how expensive yeah. that onion seed is. And yeah, uh, it, you have to really put it, it, it down heavy. Thick. Oh, really? Yeah. How many pounds yeah. per acre? About 40 pounds. Of, 40 pounds uh, an acre. Yeah, right. And they, and they, it's, ca- they yeah, call it what? It, it, so how many well, acres? you know, generally, generally speaking, you know, we grow 300 acres. Okay. So, uh, and generally speaking on the, uh, it runs about $7,000 an acre in the cost. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the average, and uh, <laughs> you know the the bad news is we have that much exposure. The good news is anyone who wants to compete against would have that much exposure without any business. So, uh, you know, we grow probably ninety percent, ninety five percent of the onion plants grown in the United States. Yeah, and you're selling almost almost every time you see a onions for sale in a catalog. Regardless of where it is in, from the in the United States, and they offer onions, they're getting them from Dixondale. That's very cool. Bruce Frazier is our guest from Dixondale Farms. We're talking about onions, which we have now at Millburger. So, uh, Bruce, the ones I uh, talked about, those short day varieties, you got a you got a favorite sweet uh, that you like? Well, I mean, the, you can't go wrong with the ten fifteen. What back okay. in the day when the ten fifteen was being developed, we had uh, our farm was a, the test plot to produce the, the the transplants for it, and we had the 1015, 1025, 1105, 1125, and what the 1015 was was October 15th mm-hmm. is when they should plant them uh, in the Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. So that's how the name came about. So since it's the Texas super sweet uh we're sort of partial that here in texas and you know it's a grand x is a cross basically between the 1015 or the 502 which was the breeding stock for the 1015 and the old bermuda so it's a flat onion so i say if, you know if you're going to go to the trouble of planting onions why don't you grow the top half also so you know <laughs> you make you make quite a bit more yield that way yeah now le- a legend is was was that one that Pike, uh, Doctor uh, Pike out yeah. of A and M, did they claim that they had uh, increased the nutrient value of the thing? Or? That's correct. Yeah, it was supposed to be more of a cancer fighting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Extra nutrients, and yeah. Uh, so, you know. Unfortunately, the seed company that produced it for years sort of decided not to produce it anymore. So, well, 
I mean, we just had to go out on our own. <laughs> well, thank goodness that Texas legend, that. yeah. Well, you know it stays true when you do it yourself. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, that's what I, I kid some people back in the day. If they could spell it, they could sell it. And so, uh, you know, our varieties, we take great pride and take great effort to make sure, you know, the variety that you are getting is the variety that we uh, that you're expected to get. Yeah, who who oversees that uh, production? That uh, of that seed. Uh, I have a guy in actually in Las Cruces that's doing it for me, Jerry. Oh, okay. All right, so we had a guy that called. It's probably been a few years now, and Jerry nearly had a heart attack oh, on the air. Man. Uh, and he said, you know, I'm tired of those sweet onions. I, I want the onions like they used to be, that they're really sharp. <laughs> you got a favorite sharp onion that you like, kind of, of the ones well, we mentioned? The, yeah, the red creel. Oh, okay. Creole. That's what we order. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, it's more of a, you know, what makes an onion sweet is how much water's in it. What makes an onion rot is how much water is in it. So you can't have it both ways. Oh. The red creole is uh, designed to have uh, more sharpness, more, uh, you know, if, you, if you're going to cook with it, if it's Cajun cooking based on the creole, that's, that's probably one of the better ones to do. And, mm. and if you want to make a hotter onion, just don't give it as much water. It won't make as much size, but it'll, it will <laughs> get hotter. That's and, perfect for you, Milton. Yeah, I know that is perfect for me. And it's, My, it's, I'm a little bit of a novice, Bruce. They uh, they criticize me. Apparently, I do not water things enough. But he's gotten married now. That uh, my wife does. does she does take water. care of it. Yeah. Do you have a best practices? So, like, can I do containers, or do I have to do them in the ground, or both? Well, uh, yeah, container growing is becoming much more popular. So, you know, we we can rec- recommend either one. You know, the the key is. You know, initially, you need to get enough phosphorus and potassium down there for root development. Oh. And then after that, you know, you need to grow foliage. What does grow foliage? And that's nitrogen. So understanding the practice of the science, you know, and, you know, you just get that that potassium, a balanced fertilizer down at planting, and then apply nitrogen basically on the two to three week. Uh, uh, program and what that does every new leaf all of a sudden is able to encourage and produce that's when you're going to get a new leaf and you feed that nitrogen all the way up until when the onion starts bulbing and then you cut it off because you want the onion to transfer the top to the rings and if you keep feeding it nitrogen you get what's called a thick neck because nutrition says it's supposed to still keep growing the top there you go it's supposed to go the other way. <laughs> okay. Have you ever heard of anybody uh, fertilizing onions at planting with uh, osmocote? I was going to ask that too. Were not. Yeah, I was. Low release. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's you know that's you know we try to deal over in, in Georgia and Vidalia to try to dip the plants, the roots, and some sort of. And basically, we really didn't see much of a difference to go huh. to that effort, you know, as far as dipping the plants in some sort of osmocote or some sort of nutrients right there at the roots. Yeah. Uh, so. so, 
Okay, so Bruce, you've been really generous with your time. Thank you. So we want to know this, though. This also came up as a question mainly from Trace and I. The other guys don't care. We want to know, <laughs> so if you've, if you've eaten at Whataburger, and I'm guessing you have, when you bite into those onions, I mean, they, they, for me, they, like, clear out my nose. <laughs> my sinuses just clear out. I can, I can breathe things. I, I can smell things I never smelled before. They are quite pungent. Do you know what the Whataburger onion is, or can you say? Is it a secret? No, it's well. You got to realize that there's no place in the United States in the northern hemisphere that that uh, can grow onions year round. Okay, so Whataburger oh. is just like every other retail or or gross, uh, you know, restaurant chain. They're they're sourcing their product from various people. The thing is, this time of year, especially. You got to think that most, a lot of the onions are coming from the Northwest, which are storage type varieties, mm. and you know some of those you got to cut from the other room so you don't, <laughs> <laughs> you don't like, get that pungency. But uh, that, that's it. I mean, Whataburger sources from several. Okay, centers. I bet. So, so it, we probably you know, can't. So if they're northern onions, we probably can't grow them here. No. no. What's the closest one? Red Creole. You think Red Creole is the closest? Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. That's All right. And that probably that, stores pretty well. Ten. It does store. It'll get stored four or five months. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Trace, you got any other questions? No, I'm disappointed. Yeah, we wanted to, <laughs> to, to brag that, you know, I wanted to try to grow that one. So, Bruce, I have one last question. Did you have, Bruce, did you want to add something? We'll give you a chance to make a little plug for Dixondale, if you like. Or yeah. You don't need to make a plug. Doesn't, you don't need to make a plug? Uh, <laughs> if you're going to buy you know, onions, uh, you're going to buy them from Dixondale. Okay. I, uh, yeah, i just say that, you know, the pandemic was very good to us. Uh, you know, people, huh. people I hate to say it, but, uh, you know, people were locked up at home and not going out to eat. And so... Uh, you know, growing vegetables, nutrition value. And plus, you know, what's also wonderful is to teach kids to grow. Get them out in the garden. Let them understand that they can put forth some effort and they're going to get some results from all their hard work. Yeah. All right. So I got, I got one last important, very important question. Oh, when he sets it up like that, Bruce, it's dangerous. <laughs> all right. Yes, yeah. sir. Did, did you have any quail that made it through the... <laughs> through the freeze yeah we will jerry you come see me I no no i do jerry, I f- wanna, jerry can't get out there anymore but back in uh-uh. the day I, yeah i seen him shoot just the head off a of quail wow Wait a minute. man he was good <laughs> he was yeah good. i don't think i don't think i'm doing that anymore he didn't up on the ground with the recoil <laughs> yeah so here yeah. calvin did you Say, you're not going to shoot those quails while they're running down the road, are you? He said, no, I'm going to wait till they stop. Oh. <laughs> Hang up on him. Okay, Bruce, here's my last question. So for those of us who go shopping at HEB and, and you know, we're, we, we, don't, we think milk comes from HEB and so do onions, uh, we have, Jerry has expressed, I think Calvin has expressed too because he's come from this background, uh, the challenges of being a farmer. Uh, and it can kind of will give you a chance to vent. What what don't we know about farming? Uh, <laughs> what what should we know about farming while this we're is only two, a two-hour two... show? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do we have well, enough time, Bruce, to let you vent for a second? Well, you know, it's it's uh, you know the input costs obviously are going off, and it's just a passion, and uh, we're fortunate. That I 
married into this family, and I say that my, my in-laws really didn't like me, but they couldn't find anyone to work as far as I did. So they wouldn't let Jeannie divorce me. But, uh, Genius. But we, Way to go. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's a passion. And, you know, in a small-town community like Paris Springs, it's only 5,000 people. And the number of people we employ, it's not me. It's everyone in the company has this passion and love. And you got to realize that when you're dealing with hundreds of thousands of individuals that you're supplying a product to, you got a responsibility to them, too, to keep going. Because a lot of these people <laughs> that buy from us are planting them and selling them into farm stands or local yeah. restaurants. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we and have it. a responsibility to our customers as well. And they should, they've got a wonderful catalog, and I guess it's on the on the web too. They've got pictures yeah. that people have sent in. Oh, with uh, little little kids and their grandparents. Oh, that's wonderful! Uh, great big onions, held up by a kid that's not bigger than, not well, much bigger than an onion. You don't have to worry about Milton ever throwing in, uh, no. sending in a big no. a big onion. No, I think my onion. I planted it too late, and uh, now that I'm listening to Bruce, so I got the ping pong ball size. There onion. you go, yeah. Bruce. Good. Tell people the website, and we'll, we'll thank you for coming on the show, man. Sure. Our website is Dixondale Farms, D-I-X-O-N-D-A-L-E-F-A-R-M-S dot com. And our phone number is 830-876-2430. We have about eight people in customer service that are knowledgeable, and we'll, we also will send you seven emails throughout the course of the season to walk you through the growing process. All right. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, and Bruce writes a nice news. All right. Thank you, Bruce. You take care. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you all. Take care. And okay. it's easy, as easy as coming to Millburgers to get all those varieties, two ninety nine per bundle that we talked about. Yes. We, got, we got the Red Creole. We talked about that. He talked about ten fifteen for sweet. Uh, Texas Legend for sweet or mild. Is that right? Sweeter yeah. than ten fifteen. Oh, sweeter than ten fifteen. Okay, we've got all those right here. And now sounds like it's time to plant them. We'll take a break. Come back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More coming up on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening. Who is that? James Brown, mashed potatoes. It's James Brown. Yeah, and see, it's Thanksgiving theme with, with the mashed mashed potatoes. See oh, that? I got you. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Don't forget, uh, easy to remember the website for Spider Man Termite and Pest Control, and I encourage you to go on it. Uh, it's go so you like it's go Spider Man, go Spider Man com. So did you remember it? I'm pointing to Jerry. Uh, no, it's a different thing. <laughs> Go SpidermanPest.com where you'll find out all the stuff they do. And you'll see those good Google reviews, too. When you read those Google reviews, you'll notice that it's not just it's, – it's complimenting on the job they've done. But look how long the people say they've been working with Spider-Man. Uh, find, look how when – when they compliment. See how – what they're complimenting on. And generally you'll find that they're complimenting more on the thoroughness of the job they did, um, or they'll say something to the effect of, we tried other places before looking for Spider-Man, and now we're really happy. 
So go SpidermanPest.com. So you remember that? Go SpidermanPest.com. Oh. And so when it gets to your house, do that. So uh, we're, we're going to take care of that now, ma'am. Go Spiderman and Pest.com. So 210-656-3721 if you're ready to come. To. No, stop it. Stop it. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Call them today, 210-656-3721. They have been your web of protection in San Antonio since 1976. San Antonio owned and operated, family owned and operated, right here since 1976. All right. He's got the good stuff. 210-308-8867. We have Art on the line. Hey there, Art. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing good, uh, enjoying the weather. I have a question on leeks. Uh, they're pretty tall. They're not real big, not like grocery store. But uh, how do you process those when you pull, when to pull them, and do you dry them or what do you do? What is it? Beets. Leeks. 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 Leeks right? Yeah. L e e k s. Yeah. Permit. Yeah. I've 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 never. Uh... I planted leeks because I didn't want to take a leak out of the garden. Oh, man. In the garden. There's I'm sorry, Art. I'm just when, so sorry. Uh, when did you plant them? <laughs> Art, they take, they, uh, <laughs> Thank you. They take a little time. They take, a, take a while, a lot, yeah. Longer. Don't we generally plant them the same time we plant onions? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, in fact, uh, Dixondale at one time and may still sell leeks. They sold leeks. Yeah. But I don't think it's one of their big sellers. So they would, you know, if your if your onions uh ripen about June first, your uh leeks would be at least a month or two months behind. Yeah. So but they don't make a bulb or they just yeah. make a yeah. A lo- large stem. So did you plant yours already or you're just planning on it? Yes, they've been in for months. Uh, through the summer, I got a shade over them and all that, well cared for. They're probably 12 to 18 inch. They're, they're pretty tall, very tall. Not real big around, but fair. Uh, and it's probably time I should pull some and see how they are. Yeah, but I don't know if you dry them. Do you dry them like onions? Uh, a lot of people use them in soups and things. Yeah, for sure. Uh what, I don't. Uh, I don't know if they dry them or not. No, my wife you, used to put them in a uh, a, a sauce, kind of a milk right. a milk sauce. Yeah. Uh, I know how. To, yeah, I know that. I'm talking about when I pull it. Do I just pull them as I need it, and don't worry right. about the dry out. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. you don't, you don't right. dry them. Okay. okay. How about okay. on Go garlic? How how deep do you plant garlic? Okay. Uh, well, it's 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 late to plant garlic, but uh, you can plant garlic right along with onions or earlier. And uh, did you say how deep do you plant mm-hmm. the clove? That's yeah. what I. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, within an inch or so. Uh, they they'll come up. <laughs> Pretty pretty readily, and uh, okay. th- then when you, ho- you you wait till uh, they have a bloom, you know we don't want onions to bloom, but that's the way you tell garlic garlic <laughs> is ready to be harvested when they have that uh, great big 
pretty white bloom on the top. And when the bloom deteriorates, that's when you take the garlic out. Okay, and then thank you, you. And then you dry it. You have to dry that on you. Oh, okay. Well, you could use it green, I guess. All right, good luck to you. you. Okay, thanks, Art. Made right, me, that, he made me hungry for uh, leeks. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah le leeks in that uh, kind of the milk sauce are yeah. really tasty. Art, Art, wanted, Art was emphatic, though. He knows how to use them. <laughs> Don't be telling him how to use them. <laughs> he just needs to know how to store them after you pick them. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Maybe you want to get on the line right now because you'll be the first person up right after the news and something. So. Uh, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir, what you got there? Uh, Calvin's This Week in the Garden. Also, yeah, I want to mention uh, in yesterday's paper, did they put that uh, article on their website at the Express? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, well, I the, think so, they, too. They did the, uh, the article that goes out to the uh, computer yeah, folks yeah. that sign up on the computer for the experience. Yeah, the digital. But I think you can, you may be able to read it without that. We've done that. You I, and I have done that before. Yeah. yeah. But that, you know, it surprised me uh, when I when I saw saw that article in the, in the uh, computer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> web. But anyway, Calvin's got a good article on uh, planting on, uh, uh, he mentioned that uh, we always, well, for years we've always said fall is for planting. Right. Uh, is this fall somehow different? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> Mainly because the worst drought we've been in yeah. in history. I don't think we've made number one yet. Now, we're still trying to knock 1911, uh, I think it was. Let's hope we don't reach number one. We've come this far, Milton. No, no. We're just in. Let's I'm, let's let's break the drought. I'm with Milton. Yeah, right. Let's break rain, the drought. Rain, rain, rain. Let's break the drought, everybody. Let's break. Okay, sorry. Nobody. That's there. We go. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, reading Calvin's this week in the garden. It says most dead areas, talking about lawns, in full sun in the lawn, are due to insufficient irrigation or rain. That's an understatement. Test the theory by running the ho the hose on several test spots for half an hour every other day for a week. Uh, if the browning is caused by a lack of water, the test area should green up. I've got proof of that, and <laughs> my neighbors got an irrigation system and got a leaky sprinkler. Mm. And uh, <laughs> the... It's it's right by the uh, boundary line between his place and my place, and that place where that uh, sprinkler is is uh, leaking, green as a gourd and yeah. four to six inches high. I mean, it's beautiful. Where the rest where it quits leaking, brown. Yeah. Well, I will, I think it's a little funny too when uh, even that. Uh, half an inch of rain yeah where a lot of the people that were uh complaining <laughs> about uh, oh it must be grubs or yeah or uh want to blame the poor yeah, drugs, drugs, uh, or the, disease. Or the other insect yeah insects or 
Uh, Take old patch. Fungus. <laughs> and then the, the rain comes. It's a half an inch of rain one full day. And the green starts to show up. Yeah. It's funny how quiet people get up in Hey, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, and you'll be up first right after this, and we get you caught up with the news. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867, the number to call. Uh, 210-308-8867 or toll free. It's 866-308-8867. I'm so used to that. I'm not sure if it's important to tell people now a call is toll-free or not, although they do have national numbers. So, but um, And you'll have to eyeball. I was going to say people can come by the nursery. We're just here in the, uh, the uh, two-story building. You could come in and ask your gardening question in person still. Uh, we stayed where, a little, where it was a little warm today. Are there people still out there? I can't see. Yeah, there's a few. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the, all the plant blooming plants are out there and beautiful. Yeah. Lots and lots of choices. Should I get some stocks? Socks. Stocks. Oh, yes. That's just what I was thinking about, stocks. Oh, were you? Okay, yeah, they're yeah, on sale. Yeah, the, the ones that I, uh, they were uh, slow to get uh, stocks from the wholesale producers, but now they're uh, they're in my garden, and I think a lot of gardeners that got some they're they're uh, filled out. They've got uh, big blooms on them and beautiful fragrance. And here at Millburgers too, they're they're on sale, weren't they? The stocks, yep. Yeah, four for five dollars, Jerry. Yeah. How much is that? Buck twenty-five. Oh, there you go. Okay, <laughs> Calvin stole your thunder. There you go. And uh, uh, Mark says to tell you uh, the record is in nineteen seventeen. Okay. And we're neck and neck. It sounds like it was what he meant to put. With 1917 and 2011. We must have been on the porch in 2011. Yeah. Okay. And Mark <laughs> Mark did not say whether he liked my chant or not. Oh. Yeah. Let's break the drought. <laughs> Let's break the drought. So you mentioned a half inch of rain. Would you think folks will be calling in or is it too cold now and reporting that they're seeing a little greening up of the yard? Or, um, Well, you know, the... It's forecasts, uh, there's some 50% chances and 60% mm-hmm. chances next few days. If we get if we get some 70-degree weather and get some rain yeah. for sure, then we should see some greening up. But it's uh, when temperatures are like this, it's um, That's what I was a little uncert- more uncertain than it Here, would be if it was a little warmer. So it wouldn't be the rain, it would be the temperatures. No, but... Okay. No, but but you, what you will see, I, sh- I misstated that. What oh. you will see is the winter weeds. Oh, will they? Okay. <laughs> yeah, because they're 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 m- much more ready to prosper in that kind of uh, temperatures. Yeah. Did you and, get outside and plant your uh, wildflowers? No, that's what I was getting ready to bring up. Uh, this half an inch or less of rain does good. Doesn't do the 
overall plants mm-hmm. are real good because it, it doesn't uh, ro- wet the subsoil. But uh, it wets the surface, which would uh, cause germination of uh, wildflower seed. So you want to hear what the forecast is? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right, so 50% chance of showers, mainly afternoon. Okay. What time is it now? It's just a little afternoon. It's 1 o'clock. <laughs> Cloudy. Yeah. High near 46. Ooh, warming up. Yeah, it's about 45 right now, it says. Um, new precipitation amounts, less than a tenth of an inch possible. Who wrote, who wrote that? <laughs> I'm going to get your I'm names. I'm going to look them up. I'm going to get your names. Okay. We'll go there and you'll hear me beating them to death on the phone. <laughs> Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, then showers and possibly a thunderstorm after midnight. Low around 41. That's cool. Uh, north northeast winds. I don't know if we care where the winds. Do you have? Do we care where the winds are coming from? I guess so. No, because you can get rain either way. Yeah, right. right. Chance of precipitation: eighty percent. New rain. New rainfall amounts. All right. Between a quarter and a half of an inch possible. 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 All right. Tomorrow, showers likely impossible. A thunderstorm before noon. Then a chance of showers. Cloudy near forty-eight. Chance of precipitation, 70% tomorrow. New precipitation amounts. I wonder why they do it differently each time. Uh, between a quarter and a half of an inch possible. Monday night, 30% chance of showers. It goes down after that. Okay. So, and then the high Monday is 46. Oh, low is 46. What is the high? Tell us the high. 70, I thought. No. Tuesday, the high is near 56, though the low is around 51. Wednesday, high near 62, low around 55. Thanksgiving Day, 20% chance of showers before noon, high near 70. Okay. Low around 47. So the, so should I should I take in my tropicals? <laughs> is it too late if I haven't taken in my tropicals? Well, no, no. not if they're not hurt. Okay. Because that, well, that forty degree kind of is a threat to them. Yeah. But if it keep, you know, if it if, uh, keeps getting down to forty, then they're going to be hurt. Yeah. But if they're just been oh, okay. seen for even 40 a bana- degrees. even a banana, you know, if you got banana plants out there, uh, like I said, when I was in Panama, they were talking about they had a had a hard hard freeze, hard cold weather. And I said, how cold did it get here? He said, 45 degrees. Can you believe that? <laughs> they were raising. They were so, very upset about 45 degrees. Yeah, the uh, porterweed gets affected by that 40 that degree, right? too. Yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if it's wind that's affected, uh, or, uh, but it uh, the, the leaves kind of crinkle up and mm-hmm. just, just like a... Uh, a tomato plant. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. The um, the is still holding on. Good. We're not going to bring it in. We brought everything else in. The fire spike is inside now. Why, why aren't you going to bring the little, little Vinny in? Because he's in met. a very heavy cement pot. Well, you're married now, man. Oh, so I have her do it or, yeah, we, or we work together? Well, y'all work together. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not sure. Is it worth it to bring a trace? Doesn't sound like it's worth it to bring Vinny in. Just well, pull it out or let nature. Is it, is it right next to the patio? No, it's uh, in the front of the house. Okay. So. Next anywho. to the sidewalk? 
Uh, no, it's right by the side of the house. Okay. Maybe it's getting some house heat. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Have you covered cycling and doing this cold weather? Oh, no. It was, it was freezing at my house last oh, night. Really? But it didn't get down to the, to the 32. It was just cold. When you no, say it's freezing. It's 32. Was it really? In my backyard. Oh, how weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the Bogon- I think you were the, the only one. And the cyclemen weren't, weren't uh, affected at all. Oh, of course, good. they're in the front front yard, uh, kind of surrounded by shrubs. Yeah, and I don't know tall either. Walls. I, I, I told him that. He seemed insistent that it was freezing. He's cold is different I, than yeah. freezing. He's got that window open so he can shoot <laughs> shoot the deer and keep the uh, citrus. He uh, has his own personal snowblower. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> we actually have one upstairs. We cleaning out the Christmas room. We have one upstairs. A snowblower? It's a snow. It's a snow machine. Oh, a snow machine. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's what I meant to say. So if I get the stocks, which are on sale, we've mentioned they a couple are. times for dollar twenty five each for if you buy four or more. Um, what are some best practices on planting those stocks? Uh, as long as they're in half day sun or more, they can't really go wrong. Okay. Every, I see eight to a row works really well. A foot, oh, sorry, a foot apart. My wife was very successful, and if if, he, if she can grow it, anybody can grow it. Okay. She's she's worse than you, Milton. No, uh, that's no. Hey, that's okay. Uh, them, them's fighting words, buddy. Oh. <laughs> I was complimenting you. Sorry. Oh, no, I take pride in my black thumb. <laughs> But anyway, uh, you can plant. Go ahead and plant uh, amaryllis. Yeah, now we have that. that they are on sale. Specimen bulbs, and the, the I saw that little lady cleaning them up over there. They really, they look pretty. Uh, only nine ninety nine. Which I think is less than last year. I think the freight actually went down. Yeah, I think you're right. I was trying to remember how much they were. I'm getting you that chair. Nope, don't need it. Uh, <laughs> um, I think Calvin enjoys the, uh, the 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 adoration, though. It's kind of like... <laughs> if you just move backwards a little bit, I'd sit on the stairs. Oh, okay. We'll have to finagle that next time. Okay, well, I, I'm just amazed because if it was... Cherry or I that were doing that. Yeah, getting on we, one we, knee. we would have trouble. We'd have to crawl over to a chair to get up. There you go. Do you have that lift? Can we get a lift over here if we have to? I don't. Yeah. I don't need it yet. What about a forklift? Can we just bring that? Not you. Them. Not from me. For, for Jerry, if Jerry does this. Um, beep, to get this beep, far, we'd have beep. to do a bobcat. Yeah, okay. Um, so 210-308-8867. So half day sun, morning sun, afternoon shade, I guess, or vice versa. Now uh, mine were in, in all day. Oh, around the, that's no what, less that's, than that's what I planted after I repaired my mailbox. Oh, okay. Put that with violas. Now my wife seems to think it was pansies. She swears it pansies, but I know it was yeah, violas. They're... But I, I'm not right. Okay, I understand. Um, okay, <laughs> and you think? Uh, yeah. So buying one is not a good idea. So I have to buy four. Because to get the deal, you do. Uh huh. So uh, we, we, I know I'm supposed to buy odd numbers. Yes. So yeah, you'll kill one on the way home. On the way home? <laughs> my God. Um, so my wife was procrastinating pulling out the Angelonia because she wants the big ten-inch pot of stock that we normally get. So I'm assuming those will probably be available this week or the following. Uh, but that, that she wants the big show right now. She doesn't want to wait. Oh, okay. I got you. Huh, Believe me, so. I tried to convince her. Yeah, that's interesting, though. So, 
Okay. So there's, is there one stock that's more fragrant than the other, or they're all just as fragrant? I think the doubles are more than the singles. And yeah, yeah the bigger the plant, too, the foliage. Okay. All right. So I'm not sure if there's a particular color. But I was going to okay. I've noticed the doubles have more than the singles. What are my color choices? I don't remember. Uh, I've got they're, they're all pr- kind of pastels. Okay. So purples, whites, pinks. Some okay. Are, some red, reddish. No. No. Calvin's shaking his head. The red. Well, I was <laughs> thinking it's more. It's a pinkish red. Oh, okay. All righty. All right. Do you well, want to get into a little bit since we got you here about uh, ideas for Christmas? People will start oh, Christmas I need to break out, Friday. I need to break out my list. Oh, yeah, you do. Did, did you save the one I gave you last year so that I wouldn't have to come up with it again? I, I gave it to Calvin. Well, it's gone. Okay. <laughs> He's not even paying attention. Um, I'm getting no, excited I don't have the list. about the you big Christmas, it to me. Christmas decoration. That would require me sitting down typing it. Oh, no. I just scribble it out real fast. Okay, there you go. The Millburgers yeah, Traditional the Christmas. Christmas Open House. The 3rd and the 4th. December the 3rd and 4th. I, I talked to Santa, and he said, no way No, no. can you no. sit on his lap. What? He said it three times. Can Jerry sit on your lap? No, no, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's good. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, that's, that's kind of sad. Better late than never. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to have a photo with uh, Santa with me sitting on his lap. You can still get a photo with Santa, but uh, you're not going to sit <laughs> on his lap. Up. Santa doesn't have that kind of insurance that's required for the... Uh, uh, how does this... Uh, doesn't have that kind of a lap. <laughs> He'll say, ho, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyway, that uh, I was asking about this. How much does uh, we're going to have a photographer on Saturday, December the third, from mm-hmm. eleven to one, with a professional photographer available? Uh, do you know how much he charges for that? I I'm only guessing because oh, okay. we we are in such great favor with Santa. Yeah, that he goes to our Christmas party too. Oh my goodness! No, yeah, we, we've met him. We we did not pay for our pictures with Santa, but that might have been a Millburger exclusive at the oh, okay. time. So I'm not I'm not sure. Okay, I, I, I wish I had the it. answer. I but, do I do recall that the photo being uh, available in like not a Polaroid, but like a minute, minute and a half. You you got your pretty good looking picture. Yeah. Wow! But on on, sun, gonna print on, them out, right, on Sunday, I'm pretty sure. Okay, Sunday, December fourth, you have to bring your own camera, but uh, we'll have the uh, the background set up and everything, and sound off. Of yeah. course, and he's going to arrive on the train. Yeah, there you go. And then we'll do the train for a couple of hours. Yeah, now, that train's real popular. It cuts through the, the Christmas tree forest. It so, does. Yeah, is Santa under twelve? Oh, Jerry's looking Age for a legal loophole. Santa is timeless. The, He's ageless. Thank you. I was the, the, looking for my way out of that yeah. one. Santa doesn't count. Both days between but, but Santa is going to be in the train by himself. Yeah, that's right. He's well, a child at heart. And by himself, he, weigh, he doesn't weigh that much. No. So you're saying uh, if I just sit in there by myself, they'll give me a train? And actually what Santa does is, you may not appreciate this, but, you know, Santa has reindeer and all that. It's kind of magic. Santa is is weightless. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. For kids 12. I like the timeless better than the wait. Okay, so. yeah. For kids 12 and under. Only. Right. At least you didn't capitalize it this time. He, he gets very hurt. <laughs> All right. So, okay. yeah, that's coming up. And then are we going to have anything? Uh, are any of the little guys coming to? No corn. No corn. No, Jerry's upset uh, about that. We have face painting. Yeah, good. That's what uh, I thought. Balloon oh, art. I'm sure we'll pop some popcorn. Yay. We always have coffee brewing. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Uh, and there will be a wassail machine for the first All time right. in like three years. Yay. We so haven't had wassail in a while. That's right. Wassail, wassail is back, and uh, we've got all the ingredients ordered minus the rum. Okay. <laughs> and people love it. I mean, people will ask you for the fact you printed out the recipe one year. We're gonna we're gonna uh, actually put a little uh, QR code over there that way. We, oh, good we're, try, idea. we're trying to go paperless. Yeah, as good much idea. As we can. Yeah. yeah the, the, that's gonna be both days. On the wassail. Wassail's gonna be every day till we run out of stuff. Oh, okay. And we bought a lot of stuff. Oh, good. Yay! All should, right. Should they bring their own rum or whatever you put in? Um. Probably not coded for that. I, yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Don't bring your own rum, Jerry. Man. I uh, know. You can't ride oh, the train. You can't bring your well, rum. Well, you'd be safe with Jerry bringing his own yeah. rum. Yeah. The Parsons rum is pretty Some of the pretty, rest of us, you might not be. Let's see. Well, Scotch, go in this? Let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's great. So okay. we've got the balloon Looking animals, forward. the pictures, and uh, on the third, the train. It's fun for everybody. It really is a lot of fun. Here at Millburgers, between uh, this will be between the third and then through, I guess, you know, but the is it just that weekend or does it kind of keep going after that a little bit? Maybe the wassail, not the balloon animals or the balloon animals and face painting and Santa are those two days only. Okay, yeah, he's got other engagements, he does, he's busy this yes, time of year. I'm surprised <laughs> he can get out. And, and uh, wassails, like I said, uh, from the time it stuff shows up, it was all right, should be Monday, which means we'll probably start cooking it on Tuesday, okay. Don't drink the pot Friday morning. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I like the last little bit of wassail. It's, oh. got, it's got more everything in it, and it makes most people pucker. But, uh, oh, that's, not you? That, no, I like that. Well, you're the guy that likes the peppers. The hotter, the better on the peppers. Yes, so this is true. You're, you like spicy stuff and uh, things full of flavor. We'll put it that way. There. Yep. Okay, we got to take a break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We've got more coming up. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. We want to learn about the you potato growers out there. We're looking for what are potato berries. Uh, back in a moment on 930 AM. Who is Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. That's a song called Turkey Feathers. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. We'd love to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. And, Cruz, if you want to call us with your uh, your dove problem, um, we we may have some solutions. What problem? The dove. Remember, Cruz was the person who, who uh, contacted me about the dove that keeps pooping on his patio. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'd be glad to go. Really? I must have missed that class in horticulture about the the dove pooping. I don't don't think you were here. He was driving around. 
Oh, maybe so. Yeah, we we discussed. Yeah, one guy, one one guy. Oh no, no, because Calvin didn't think that they. He's never seen just one oh, couple. Oh yeah, a pair. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Are doves yeah, monogamous? Huh? Are doves monogamous? Uh, pretty much. Okay. Well, this. I mean, I was, I was trying to think. I don't know every dove variety, but yeah. uh, you know, pigeons. Yeah. And, and they uh, stay together. And uh, morning doves have a tendency to be monogamous. Okay. And apparently poopers, they're very loyal to where they poop. I just, yeah, I've just never uh, thought about that or pursued that as a uh, point of research. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We have we have now have a, a live example, if he wants to call in and talk to us about it. Uh, 210-308-8867. Sorry, go ahead. Speaking of doves, says Calvin writes in This Week in the Garden in yesterday's paper, uh, now's a good time to begin feeding program for the seed-eating and insect-eating birds on your landscape. The insect-eating uh, birds will be attracted to the suet. To discourage squirrels, use the pepper-flavored suet. I mean, uh, that works for Texas and Mexican squirrels. They're used to that hot, right? Yeah, and uh, Minnesota squirrels. There you oh. go. There you go. Hey, we got Billy on the line. All right. It's our Billy at 210-308-8867. Is this our Billy? This is your Billy. What's up, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> I've got three things I want to talk about. All right. Okay. Um, I'll make one of them short. I went out and ran my, my rain gauge. I hadn't read it in three or four days, and I have eight-tenths of an inch of rain. All, All right. right. That's great. Which Did you have to of, swim out to the gauge? <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't. I, and I, I wanted to tell you that uh, what I'm doing with my tomatoes, and I don't know whether it'll work or not, but uh, one, one of my containers I brought into the garage. Okay. That'll so work. Did, Loaded down with tycoon tomatoes. All right. Wow. Okay. Are they bigger than a tennis ball? Uh, they're probably the size of a tennis ball. Okay. Well, they they stay small at this time of the year, so yeah, uh, I imagine they've uh, uh, matured and will probably ripen. Well, I, keep, keep them I, in the heat. Yeah, they don't seem to be getting any bigger, but uh, I haven't yeah. seen any. I haven't seen any turning red yet. Okay, well, uh, if you we we talk about uh, telling, deciding if they're mature or not. So if you've got a a lot a bunch of them that are tennis ball size, choose one and uh, cut it with a knife uh, uh, crossways or uh, side to side. To see if the the seed where where was where were the uh, gardeners that were uh, <laughs> all excited about green tomatoes? There you go. There you yeah, go. The, Billy, those are probably perfect for green uh, <laughs> oh, green tomato yeah. recipes. They but would if, work good. They work good for Thanksgiving, but I haven't heard anybody mention it on the menu. Yeah, if you do, if you do cut them uh, from side to side, uh, not vertically but horizontal. And uh, the seed has a little gel on it, what we call placenta, and move out of the way of the blade of the knife as you cut through the fruit, then those fruit will go ahead and ripen. 
if the okay. seed has not got that gel on it, then that tomato will never ripen. Well, Dave, I'm not sure there's a. I have I have one inside and I have one outside. Okay. So we'll, we'll see what does the difference. And the other thing I want to talk about was wild seeds. Okay. Uh, I I do poppies every year. There you go. I, I did them probably a month ago, and they're up solid. Oh, oh wow. great! Oh wow! You've been what? They've been watering them, or I have not watered them at all. No. Okay, you just uh, sold them on dry soil or dry mixes? Well, I I, I did them after, after we'd had a little rain. So oh, okay, good. Yeah, man. he's got eight nine ten eight tenths of an inch. He's yeah. What uh, what did, what did you have underneath there, Billy? Is it is it kind of a are the weeds or anything, or is it just that uh, loose soil from the dry weather? I it it's the, the bed has uh, gets Bermuda grass in it, so I clean it out every year. So oh, I clean, okay. I all the grass and weeds out, and kind of didn't dig any, but I took a rake and kind of raked over it. Okay, that's great. Huh. Is that uh, is that the Flanders poppy, the red one? It's the uh, the call the corn poppy when I get it. Well, oh they, yeah, right, Flanders. They, that's one they planted. For World yep. War, World War Two, uh, yeah. yeah, I I get a quarter of a pound of seed and plant them in a yeah. four by eight bed. So there's oh man, it must be. But it's pretty when they all come up. Yeah, yeah, they are. I do it every year, and that's the reason I repeat it. They're, they're easy to do. <laughs> yeah. Billy, do you grow potatoes ever? Oh well, I have done, but not this year. All right, are you familiar with? Uh, potato berries. Jerry's giving me a look like, "Will you stop talking about this?" <laughs> Where you get you get kind of a fruit pod that comes up, looks like a tomato on a vine. <laughs> no, I'll pass okay. on that. I think okay. what I think what we'll do, Jerry, is suggest that the gardeners that are listening provide some of those berries for us so we can give them to Milton yeah. to, 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 to chew on that. Uh, oh, are they toxic. slightly toxic? Slightly toxic, it said. Uh, yeah. All right, I mean, and Billy, do you, do you think we'll take? We're to, gonna uh, to Billy, shut him up. Do you grow onions? <laughs> uh, and I have some in the past, but I'm not this year. Okay, uh, it's not too late. No, I, I realize that. I really don't have any place for them. I guess. I no, kinda, okay. I, my beds, I have. I kind of divide them between flowers and vegetables. And there you go. That's a good idea. Very cool. Well, thank you for calling in, Billy. We always yeah. appreciate it. Eight-tenths of an inch. Billy is blessed. I don't know. I don't know where he was living. That's great. Well, uh, that's an accumulation. Oh, that's true. Eight so ten. The dog could have gone by there, too. Uh, all right. 210-308-8867. <laughs> Pat is on the line. Hi, Pat. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing well, thanks. Sure. How can we help you? I, I was by a couple of weeks ago, and I did... Uh, retain a landscape architect and I'm getting some uh, plans from them and one of the things that they show is we have two oak trees I don't know how old they are but there's about a 16 inch uh, diameter 16 inches across so they're you know they're not new trees so what they're suggesting is is that we um, plant some Turks cap as a underneath them uh, quite a few Turks cap underneath them and of course the question that comes to mind is well if I do that and I'm digging to plant the Turks cap, aren't I going to be messing up 
the roots. I just assumed the roots would be close to the surface. And have you, have you got deer? Do I have deer? I, uh, in yeah. that area, yeah, we do have deer, yeah. Uh, sometimes they'll eat Turk's cap, and sometimes they won't eat Turk's cap. Yeah, uh, I, don't think, I don't think the Turk's cap will b- bother the oh no the tree roots, but oh, yeah. oh it won't. Okay, so yeah. digging the holes for the Turk's cap isn't going to damage the roots of the tree. Yeah, you won't dig a very deep hole. Yeah, you don't have to be real serious. Go. I think they're in they're four, not four and a half inch. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, no problem. That answer. But I'm with yeah. Jerry on the uh, the deer. Deer, yeah. But it is uh, sometimes they don't they don't eat the turkey yeah. cap. Other in other neighborhoods, they're, they're gone the, they, the next day. <laughs> they don't in our neighborhood, and maybe that's because so damn many people. Or I guess I'm not supposed to curse yeah. them here. So darn so darn many people. That's uh, better. Uh, feed them. A lot of people feed them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but no, uh, they do eat a lot of things in the neighborhood. Uh, Turks cap, I noticed, isn't one of them. Well, you're not going to plant them now, are you? Uh, no, no. I, I, okay. What we're doing is we're looking at the plans that uh, oh, I guess okay. there's going to be four iterations. So we got the second iteration of the plans, and I, I looked at that and I thought, well, won't that mess up the tree roots and no, what you guys are saying? Not at all. Not going to be a problem. Good, but good. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah. you you want to you want to plant them next spring. That's probably yes, when they're yeah. available. But uh, yeah, see yeah. see if you can find the one that's called uh, uh, Pam's Pink. Uh, okay, th- uh, that's uh, Greg Grant's. Uh, he bred that, and uh, named right. a- named after a dead friend of his. But. Good. <laughs> Anyway, it's pink. It's a new pink, and it's very pretty. But Good. it's hard to Alrighty. find. That's really the main thing I wanted to ask, and I appreciate your time. Well, we appreciate you calling. Should, you sir. Should I ask Pat about right. growing potatoes? No. Ah, okay, Pat. <laughs> you're off the hook. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Adios. Thanks, Pat. Take care. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And... Calvin finishes up his uh, feeding the bird deal. Says, use bird feeders with weight-sensitive perches to provide sunflower seed without sharing it with the squirrels. Now, uh, dove season opens first uh, of September, I think, and you can catch those doves with that perch sensor feed. You should see the. Uh Jerry, Jerry's talking about it must have been 10 years ago yeah. when I, we first put the, the, those weight-sensitive perches out there, and they got the, kind of a strong mechanism, in, and uh, the doves were really aggressive, white wings. Yeah. And one got stuck in, stuck in the, wedged in, in the, uh, uh, the tress. Uh, yeah, closed on them. Closed on them. That'll teach them. Yeah. It didn't, does it cut the heads off? No. Oh, no. it just ca- captures them by the feet, yeah. right? I think all we did, had to do was uh, lift it up, and they got they oh, got, figured they it got out. Yeah, but all I had to do was lift it up. Yeah, hold collect feet. them. Yeah, collect them. <laughs> Put them in, a, in your uh, your dove sack. But anyway, I wanted to tell people that the dove season's open. Okay. 
think I still got two doves. When is quail season? So you can go over there to Dixondale. No. Okay. I, I think I've had my last quail. Oh. I could barely get from the truck into here. <laughs> I sure as hell are not going down. Well, they must make little scooters Carrizo. for people who like, <laughs> no. want to go hunting. Well, with Bruce, yeah. you, you hunt them in the back of the truck. Well, there you go. He'll just throw you in the back of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I – I'm pretty sure I can't get in, uh-huh. and I'm damn sure <laughs> I don't get out very easily. Okay. But anyway, yeah, I always – think about the the uh, quail down there they have blue quail and uh, bob white quail and we used to go down there uh hunting all the time and uh take jeremy down there and dr cotner went down there and uh tom longbreak and all the vegetable people but uh anyway Bruce Bruce had a lot of fun with that. All right, hold on to that. We'll we'll go back to the article in a second, or we'll take somebody's call. But we're going to take a quick break. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Come on out, get that Christmas tree. Uh, prettiest trees in town uh, at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And we're on 930 AM, The Answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Yeah, we're back after Thanksgiving. What kind of music? Should he play unthankful music? And uh, I don't think there is any. Thankful music? I don't know. Yeah, we got into. <laughs> so Evelyn is on the line at 210-308-8867. I'm worried about her. Were you? Oh, no. Without the rain? Maybe it's come yeah. back already with just a little rain we've had. No, I don't think so. All right, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Evelyn. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Cold. <laughs> it is cold. Well, I'm well, glad. I, Are you inside where it's warm? Yes, I am, but still, I can. I don't want to go outside. It's cold out there and dreary and cloudy and all that stuff. But anyhow, I got I a quarter inch of rain this time. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Yay! Instead well, of better. nine drops like other times, it's been so dry here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you've noticed yeah. that, have you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I said you've noticed that it's been pretty dry here. Oh yes. I keep <laughs> dragging a hose or either a gallon bucket of water someplace with a cane in one hand and a hose in the other, and that doesn't work too good. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> I had I planted bell peppers. I had nice plants. But I did not get not one bell pepper this summer. But you know, a, lot leaves, of pe- a lot of people have trouble with bell peppers for some Well, reason. the leaves, the edges were brown, and then they had also brown spots on the leaves. So is that a disease or? Well, if the edges are brown, it means that they probably dried out or, uh, or either got too wet. Were they in the containers or? Yes, in big pots. My, my guess is too dry between waterings. Yeah, that's right. And they could have been dry. Well, I kept them watered, though. Do you have a saucer underneath the plant? I'm sorry? Do you have a saucer underneath it? Yes, I do. So you literally could have both things. The top (laughs) could be too dry and the bottom could be too wet. Okay. So my suggestion next year, get rid of the saucer, water well when you water, and let it dry out up to your knuckle in between waterings. 
Well, it's pill bugs that get in from the bottom, and then the water runs out too fast, so that's why I put the salsa there. There you go. Well, well that's that's <laughs> that's how you get it over and underwater at the same time. Yeah, okay. as hot as hot as it's been, uh, it's in in sun, right? In full sun. No, not in full sun. Not in the afternoon. It's too blasted hot here because it's just. Okay. Like, I was going to tell okay. tell you mine started out that same way that you were talking about, Evelyn, and then then when it cooled down, they they put some good size on them. But mine were in full sun, so. I think that that was the the factor. Well, if, if you're not if you're not watering to where water's running, then you're not putting enough. So it's uh, running, so maybe I overwatered them. No, I'll bet it's the other way. So to me, when you're watering a pot, you water it over and over and over again until you stop seeing air bubbles. Once you stop seeing air bubbles, then you've actually watered the whole thing, and then once it's all drained out, then if you want to put the saucer back for aesthetics or one purpose or another, then by all means. But the saucer is going to give you an illusion that you've watered that plant when most of the water goes around the outer edges and builds up in the saucer so the main plant is dry and the bottom is too wet. Have you had good luck at that spot earlier? uh, Oh, I have not. I've never had this uh, before. Last year I had them in big pots also, and I had bell peppers all through the summer, and this year I did not get not one. They had bloom, and they would turn brown also, and... Yeah. So I got two plants left. Do do I cut them back and try to save them, or just let them go? Get new plants next year. Let them go. Okay. I concur. (laughs) Let let God take them and then plant some more. Okay. Which is a plant? It was an Aristotle plant. I mean, Mm -hmm. a brand. Try try some smaller peppers the next time. Maybe you'll be a little more successful. They seem to be easier to grow and more forgiving. Have you ever done the Rio Grande Gold or the... Oh, she's doing the Aristotle, the big one. Oh, no, we're trying to find a new pepper for her. What kind? In my mind, anything smaller is you're going to be more likely to be successful. Well, I, I think before it was California Wonder. That's still big. But that's <laughs> yeah. still big. Well, I had good luck with them before, but I don't know. Something happened this year. They didn't do nothing. Yeah, well, this is a pretty exceptional year. Yes, yeah, you, everything. It, uh, I think there's a, you know, you could make a long list of things that may have affected them. Mm-hmm. The, the, the sun, the weather, the, the weather, the water we've talked about. So I, I think you've got more of a chance next year. Of, yeah, maybe you can take the peppers out and put some blue bonnets in there. Well, I got some blue bonnet seed the other day. Tuesday, I finally got the Millburgers, and I got some seed. Right. And, but I messed up. I didn't Friday. I didn't go out there and break up the dirt and plant my seed. So, <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not here on Tuesdays, but I, I, I want to shake your hand next time you come in. So find me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you're getting personal service from the boss. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking horse herb. Um, oh, okay. oh, come on now. You could have gone all day without mentioning horse herbs. I know. We got four tens, but we probably have stuff coming up now. (laughs) And uh, and I and I love that Aristotle uh, pepper. So uh I'm I'm kind of I'd hedge before I'd switch to a a different pepper. Yeah. Well, I got those at Millburgers. They were beautiful plants, but 
Well, I don't know. Something happened. <laughs> how, how many of those pots do you have? It's two more left. Two. Well, I mean, it's got the peppers in them. They don't have peppers on them. They. Wait, yeah, uh, two plants, one in each pot. Okay, good. Uh, and but how many uh, total pots do you have? Two. To begin with. Yeah. Well, I had four. Okay, four. But pull I got up. only two left. <laughs> pull them, pull old plants out, and then we'll put blue bonnets in there. Okay. I'll try that. And I got my onion plants Tuesday, too, and got them planted right away. So that was a plan. Oh, good. So great. Which one did you buy? Yeah. Uh, the 1015 wise, the Legend, and some of the Red. I can't remember which All one right. of the Reds. Cause my so sounds like I'm coming to your house for dinner. Uh, yeah. That's the way to go, <laughs> Evelyn. And, and it's and the same a, three all of us talk five about. months, yeah. six months. It's a day. I still have onion uh, bulbs, well, onion left from a... Uh, uh, this past year, so I'll have them, I think, probably till the new ones come in, so. Oh, yeah. Do, uh, do you, how, what, do you put those in containers or in your garden? The onion? Yeah. I'll plant them in the garden. Oh, okay. And I've got broccoli and cauliflower and, um. Look at you. Cabbage. Okay, okay Well, great. that's, that's hard, though, because I got a cane in one hand and trying to plant with the other. That's not there you go. Too much fun, though. <laughs> we got to get you a planting cane. <laughs> there are uh, at least three or four different attachments for the yeah. Yeah. cane. Could she plant them? Now. If it was uh-huh. raised, could she do it like a, we've heard people do like where they have a table and then they've got the bed on top of the table so she doesn't have to get down there and. She oh, got, I'll, I'll manage somehow. She can get some big pots like we got on oh, sale. Oh, yeah. And, then, and they'd already be. Yeah, uh, she wouldn't have she, to. She could sit down while she's listening yeah. to the plants. She's, she's well, it depends what I sit down on. If I sit too low, then I can't stop either. So. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll manage. You can always do what Jerry does. Jerry, Jerry does like leaf lettuce here. and spinach. And Are you getting that sunshine? Sorry? You're getting sunshine now? I said I need some sunshine now. Oh, okay. We'll like send some over. Just being in the house all the time. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll send some sunshine your way this weekend. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> and happy Thanksgiving to everybody. You too, Thank Evelyn. You Thank you. That Thanks, was nice. Evelyn. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. <coughs> I like when Evelyn calls. Yeah, she's just sweet. All right. We got uh, just about... Eight minutes left. What else we want to cover before we get to Thanksgiving? Uh, Can they go get recipes from uh, PlantAnswers.com for their yeah for their Thanksgiving I, meal? I, I was going to do a lot of recipes. Uh, we we're going to talk about these apples. The, oh yeah, talk about the apples. The uh, if you go on to Plant Answers and uh, look under the inf- the information index where it lists all the topics on Plant Answers. And you go down to uh, recipes, there's a section called recipes, and in that section, they've got uh, a lot, well, they claim to have, <laughs> we claim to have a lot of uh, different types of recipes in there. Uh, but the one you're looking for uh, is, is apple recipes. I'm seeing no, they're not in alphabetical order. But look up apple recipes, and um, I, printed, I printed some out like uh, apple dapple cake, cake, and uh, 
Mrs. Parsons apple pie and uh, that they, they, she talks about let me see I was gonna see if she put how big the pie crust was Milton oh how big the pie crust I hope was. so <laughs> but I uh, don't see it but anyway uh, and uh, and also some uh, also a recipe from uh, my Mrs. Lamar, Lamar Burgess who used to live in uh, Castorville and had a, uh, apple, apple orchard out there and uh, he, she, she was the one we uh, encouraged uh, to plant uh, La Feliciana which would be ready when her other uh, products are ready and apple drop cookies and Eve's apples and things like that hmm. but uh, being in Kansas and being in charge of the apple orchard out there, um, I quickly got, uh, got appreciation for certain apples. My favorite one was uh, Mutsu, the Japanese yellow delicious okay. called Mutsu. And I think they've read, they, they call it by different name. But uh, that was always my favorite apple. But the problem uh, when you moved down here and we had a fledgling uh, apple industry and uh, they would have apple pie contest. And no matter how good of recipe you have, if you don't have a firm apple uh, variety, uh, we, you know, we used on shimmer and Molly's Delicious and and uh, the red one. Uh, There's Fuji uh, Red Delicious. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. But anyway, if you didn't use some of those uh, low chilling apples, uh, you wouldn't get apples. And so they would have these uh, cooking cooking recipe, uh, the cooking contest. And I, they would want me to be the judge. And I was used to, used to eating good apple pie. And they were using the same recipes that I, I used to love, but the, apple, the pies taste like hell because they weren't using firm apples. Mm. And they were cooking, when you cook them, when you cook a, a mealy apple, it it doesn't give you the crispy taste. Mush apples. Yeah, the mush apples. Well, as of late, I think this year, might have been some on the market last year, uh, Washington has come out with a, an apple. It's the first apple variety released in, uh, in Washington. And it's called Apples Pums, P-O-M-M-E-S. Apples, apples. Yeah, yeah. That uh, Pums means apples. In other words, when I was at Kansas State, I was in pomology. Oh, okay. Which means study of apples and, and fruits like that. But they've come out with an apple in Washington, and I've... I think it's the best apple I've ever eaten. Wow. 
I mean, especially down here. And uh, they're selling them, I was surprised, at H-E-B. Now, they've gotten on the small size, but but they started out big. Of course, they hadn't got many trees now since it's a recently developed uh, variety. But if you can get some of those apples and uh, try them with the apple recipes we have on plantanswers.com or try them with any of your apple uh, pie recipes, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised how good they are. Um, So what am I looking for? Plum, plum? Apples. Plum. P-O-M-M-E-S. Okay. Which just means apples. Oh. (laughs) But anyway, uh, they're firm apple. And uh, the first apple variety. uh, uh Uh-oh. That's okay. We're okay. Okay. First apple uh, variety ever released by Washington State. I think this, well, in Washington. But um, they're very firm. I I gave y'all some milk and I need his, but Calvin's eating his. I've been eating them for a a while now. And the interesting thing about it, uh, they have very few, if any, seed. Now, the one Calvin ate, I'm looking at uh, maybe two, maybe three viable seed. And the seed is extremely small, making me think, that uh, they may be a hybrid. It may be a yeah. hybrid, some type of cross. And I, I, uh, I got some red delicious mm-hmm. at the at H E B, along with these, and uh, that the red delicious is it's pretty, but, but it's, it's mealy. Good. Yeah, it's mushy. That's what people don't like about it. Yeah, but they like crisp, so that must be good. Try so this. apple. Palm. Pums. Like pomology. All right. Well, listen, we're going to take a break for a whole week. We want to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) And then we'll join you after the holidays here at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Al. I'm Milton Glick. See you next week on... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 